Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Let's say it's a hot summer day and you're enjoying a delicious frozen treat, something we would normally identify with a word that you can make by combining what Michael Jackson was the king of and one of the two tools on the former flag of the Soviet Union. And no, I am not talking about Neverland Ranch Hammers, though that sounds delicious. Anyway, if you look down at the label of your icy snack, there's a good chance that it will not be labeled with that word I just alluded to, and instead will say that it's a quiescently frozen confection. But what does quiescently frozen confection mean? Why all the jargon? Why not just say a popsicle? Let's break down the phrase quiescently frozen confection. Confection just means a sweet food or dessert. I assume you know what frozen means, and quiescently means at rest. This is worth specifying in the world of frozen treats. A quiescently frozen food just sits there while it freezes. It's at rest. 
If you've ever made homemade ice pops out of orange juice or Mountain Dew in an ice cube tray in your freezer, those were quiescently frozen. This is in contrast to something like ice cream, which is not quiescently frozen. Ice cream is frozen and whipped at the same time. In factories that make ice cream, a blade called a dasher turns inside the ice cream vat to vigorously stir the mix while it freezes. This incorporates air bubbles, which is a crucial part of forming the internal structure of the ice cream. If you just poured ice cream mix into an ice cube tray and froze it, it would not taste or feel right. This is also why when ice cream refreezes after melting, it's never quite the same. But okay, we all know what popsicle means. Why mess with this scientific term? We do this because popsicle is what we might refer to as a proprietary eponym, a word that is actually a registered trademark of a company that we've come to use as a generic term in Carmen parlance. Other examples include Xerox for photocopy, Band-Aid for adhesive bandages, Velcro for those hook-and-loop fasteners, Kleenex for tissues, Frisbee for throwing discs, and Styrofoam for extruded polystyrene foam. Now, if you're a kid asking your friend's mom if you can have another popsicle, this probably doesn't matter. Unless your friend's mom is a trademark lawyer for the Unilever Supply Chain Incorporated. That's because Popsicle is a registered trademark of Unilever Supply Chain Incorporated. They are serious about their rights, and they've definitely got them some lawyers. So how did this come to be? Popsicles, or quiescently frozen confections, were invented in 1905 by an 11-year-old kid in San Francisco named Frank Epperson. When Epperson grew up, he began selling them as frozen drinks on a stick. In 1924, he took out a patent for his frozen confectionery. By 1925, he had started calling these frozen confectionaries popsicles, the apparent logic being soda pop plus icicle, or possibly his kids called them icicles that their pop made. That year, 1925, he sold the rights to the Joe Lowe Company in New York. Fast forward to 1989, when Unilever's subsidiary Good Humor bought the rights to the name Popsicle. Unilever still owns those rights. But do they really care if you use the term generically? Oh, yes. According to Unilever's public-facing website, you should never use popsicle as a noun, but rather as a modifier. Meaning you don't want a popsicle, you want a popsicle ice pop. Similarly, you shouldn't pluralize the word. You're not going to go to the store to buy popsicles, you're going to buy popsicle pops. And if you said that you love popsicles' great taste, you're talking about the flavor of a company. If you're talking about the food product, you would be correct to say the great taste of popsicle ice pops. And if you happen to decide to start a business selling your own quiescently frozen confections, don't think, ah, all normal people call them popsicles, it'll be fine. Don't be so sure. Lawyers are not normal people, and Unilever's trademark warriors have gone after small businesses before and demanded that all infringement of the popsicle trademark be scrubbed from existence. So remember, next time you're about to leave some event early and you want to sound cool, don't say, let's blow this popsicle stand. Say, let's blow this quiescently frozen confection stand, like a good law-abiding citizen. Today's episode was written by Joe McCormick and produced by Tyler Klang. To hear more from Joe, check out his podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind. And of course, for more on this and lots of other law-abiding topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.